Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio or Chant TV. Great to be with you on a redemption Thursday. Always good to be here. It's, uh, it's good. It's good. My man's in the studio, Tom Wang there. There is director Matthew as well. Gang's all here. You guys are here in the chat. Or you're driving about town on this lovely Tallahassee day. I almost said Tallahassee. It was weird. Uh, Tallahassee day. I like that uh, we make the transition from uh, those that can't hear in the chat because of the music of The Who and the fact that we'll get uh, popped by the uh, YouTube and everybody else uh, it, to right into a part where they don't know what I was saying before, so all they hear is... <laughs> They got to be like, what the hell was that? Oh, it must be a Friday. <laughs> they started early. Oh, man. Anyhow. Hey, so, you know, this is a wild ride. Uh, let's get right to it. I see where old dad said, uh, are we in the Big Ten yet? Go Knowles. Sooner is better. Sooner is going to happen, guys. I, I mean, I, I think it's it's very near. I, I think we're, we're out of here pretty soon. What? I, yeah, 24 is going to be it. I, we'll be out of here. This is going to be it. You know, all the changes that you're seeing now in, in football, it's crazy. It does cause a problem for this, the first story of the day. I think potentially a problem. We can we can vet this. We can spend a lot of time on it because it's the, it's the thing that people care about most. I'm betting, for example, Tom, that people don't care about most the fact that the Clippers blew a 21-point lead last night in a game your boy bet minus 2.5 to the Lakers in the fourth quarter and thus cost me money. They don't want me to lead with that, so I won't. I'm just noting, betting's not for the faint of heart. Up 21 in the fourth. I really want to know how that affects Kawhi Leonard's legacy. <laughs> well, if you tuned in today, I'm sure they debated it for hours. <laughs> I'm sure that was uh, Shannon and Stephen A. were going at it today about the legacy and the destruction of a regular season game, fourth quarter dropped lead, and how it destroys your view of LeBron, or in this case, Kawhi. Okay, so this instead, and it is a big story, and our guy Ross Dellinger, who I like a lot and got a chance to talk to in Charlotte at the ACC uh, championship, which, by the way, this latest story suggests to me we're done with conference championship games. I mean, that is the end of that. I got to believe they don't exist anymore by 2025, 2026. 2026 for sure, if this goes through. Here's what I'm talking about for those who are like, what the hell are you prattling on about, Cameron? Uh, one of the models for a new college football playoff is emerging, and the Big Ten and SEC would each receive three automatic qualifiers into a 14-team field. So, you know, think about this. Let's just stop it each step of the way. There's news in all of this. So let's just start here. A 14-team playoff. So forever, we were told, let's remember the talking points, forever we were told that you could never have a playoff in college football. You just can't, you can't do it, guys. You, hands to the sky, don't know what to tell you. We cannot do a playoff. It's unfortunate. Well, you already do it in Division Two. I watch it every year. That's different. How? Well, <laughs> that, that's how that went all the time. You, you already do it. The bowl tie-ins, yeah, yeah, it's It's the yeah. bowl tie-ins. Okay, so the fallback bowl tie-ins, which are now, they've all been rendered moot. Tradition, mm -hmm. Jeff. Yeah. Tradition. That's right. Okay, so the tradition that they were trying to protect, they've now TNT everywhere. Come back! 
They're done with it. They don't care. But the Bulls continue on. Not for much longer. Well, this is- look, man, I've never <laughs> seen more efficient uses of money. I've never oh. seen more efficient organizations than bowl committees. These individuals, I mean, they work for nothing. They get nothing out of it. It's amazing the selflessness of a bowl committee. Yeah, it's uh, it makes me laugh. It, it, it's funny every time. But, okay, so let's just start there. We were told for years and years and years, can't be a college football playoff. It'll never happen. It's never going to happen. The retort often without getting into the weeds was, oh, sure, it's going to happen. And, oh, by the way, not only is it going to happen, it's probably going to happen sooner rather than later. We may not like all the aspects of it, but it's going to happen because the money's too great. The money's just too great. And this is a sport clearly driven by money. And that's where we're headed. All right. Well, now we've arrived there big time. So the first thing they conceded was, all right, okay. All right, you know, we hear you. Four teams. Four teams. And we said, well, you know, that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a power five. Somebody's going to get screwed. Turns out it was us. It's a power five, not a power four, guys. Somebody's going to get bent over in this thing. You just wait. It's not always going to work out in your favor. At some point, there's going to be a moment in time where you're going to have two teams with very similar resumes, and somebody's going to get the shaft. Turns out it was us. Uh, Well, you're going to have three teams, one of which doesn't have a similar resume to the other two, but the other two are going to go in because they've got tie-ins to certain networks, and there's financial things at play. Absolutely. Right. right. The resume was not similar on the the right side of the dash. What I'm saying is that zero. Correct. That didn't happen. But the argument at the time that I'm making was completely valid, and they sure. did get lucky forever. Mm-hmm. It always ended up working out. And in this one, they just put their hands on the scale. Oh, in this one, they just said, screw it. Yeah. We don't care because there's no recourse. There's no uh, retort. There's nothing anybody can do about oh. it. And by the way, next year it goes to 12, so this won't happen. Well, and guys, our hands are tied. Because yeah. Texas beat Alabama, Texas has to get in. So by definition, Alabama has to get in. Mm-hmm. No, we know how it happened, and we know what happened, and we know all of the nonsense that happened along the way. But anyhow, each step of this, they they were they first we can't have a playoff. Now, okay, we'll have a playoff. We'll give you four teams. Well, that doesn't make sense, guys. It's Power Five. We got a problem on our hands here. One of these times, somebody's gonna get the shaft. It turns out it was us. They got lucky. It didn't happen multiple times where people uh, made a mockery of this whole thing. Okay, so then they went from four. Now they're like, okay, well, all right, all right, this is working. We're making a lot of money. So then they concede to 12. Well, now they're already like, screw it. 12's not enough. Really? Should have gone to 16. We told you that from the get-go. So here's- Well, 16's too much. <laughs> so, I don't know. What are, you, what are you smoking over there, 16? Well, they've already gone beyond the 12 that hasn't been implemented yet to a 14, and they're destroying the 14 in rooms. Right right now, somebody's talking about the 16 team that's coming. Honestly, I think 13's a good number. Yeah. We should, you should have the SEC number one auto qualifier just move through a couple of rounds. Yep, not have to play. Double buy, the, NFL double model. Buy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an NFL model with a double buy right. for AQ1 SEC. 13 teams, what do you say? The Big Ten and SEC would each receive three automatic qualifiers into a 14-team field with the ACC and the Big 12 getting two each. Okay, so let's stop here for a second. On the surface, I really don't have a problem with the two super conferences having three automatic qualifiers. I, I don't. A lot of people do. will. I don't. What I would look at instead is if I'm the SEC or the Big Ten, 
and I'm expanding my conference. I got more teams than everybody else. It's more competitive. I've now got, you know, at least eight teams that could maybe win a national championship. So I'm going to, you know, they wanted four automatic qualifiers. They got told to go to hell. So they fought for four. Both did. They got told that ain't happening. So the the acquiesce occurred when three. Well, can we have three? Okay, we'll get we'll give you three. We can see three. Okay, three automatic into the playoff. Okay, fine. We're not giving you four. All right. So there were some concessions there. The weird thing is, though, Tom, there are numerous times over the course of college football in the last several seasons where there's no way in hell I'd let two Big 12 teams in, in the playoff. And there have been times where there's no way in hell I'd let two ACC teams in the playoff. Yeah, that's where this is going to get torpedoed very soon. I think so too. The two ACC. When this conference. Well, especially when we leave. Yes, when this conference is stripped down and it's humiliated as it deserves to be. And when that happens, and it's maybe Miami and North and North Carolina State, and that's about it. That's all that's left. And Wake, you're going to have one from the ACC. But it this is, is a very a one, temporary two automatic qualifier for the ACC arrangement. Very temporary. But here's here's another problem that I thought about driving over here. I was sitting here thinking of all I thought a lot of pro, about a lot of problems and they have to get this done because this mega 1.2 billion dollar contract is sitting out there all but agreed upon with ESPN and they're like, "Well, guys, be, before we sign, we need to know what this is going to be." Sure. And yeah, yeah and yeah. who's getting in. And they're like, "Well, we're working on it." Yeah, well, good luck, man, because it has to be unanimously voted on, and you're not going to get it. And one of the reasons you're not going to get it is because you can't be Jim Phillips and tell everybody by signing this deal, I agree, the ACC is a lesser than. You can't do it. You just you're well, oh. give up your court case when you do. He will. He will do well, it. Because we, you, you, I can't be careful what I'd say about that. Of course he will. We know what he is. So, well, hang on. <laughs> you know, Tony Pitaro's a good friend. You you can't if you're the big. Tw- you can't I- any of these other leagues. You got to be like, well, because because why? Well, because now not only have you admitted that you're not worthy, that you're lesser than, you've opened the door for the SEC and the Big Ten to just say, well, we're going to also take a lot more of the profit, even in years where we don't really have four teams that should go. We're just going to go ahead and take it because we're putting this on. Well, I just spoke to Burke Mangus about this. <laughs> did you, Jim? Yeah. What did he say? What well, did Burt have to say? Well, I actually got I got transferred to his voicemail, but I left him a long message, and, mm. and I told I'm sure him he'll call me back. to call me back. Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to do. So we've got entanglements, if you will, and there are many more. These are just a few I was thinking about. Like, well, I can look at it two ways. A, there will be plenty of people who are not – thrilled about the Big Ten and the SEC having three automatic, and they'll push back on that. They'll say, well, why do they automatically get that? Well, I could see the argument for that. But I started thinking about it the other way. I'm like, well, no, there are plenty of times where nobody from the Big 12 should have made it, or maybe one, maybe. There have been times when the ACC had a down year, and you're like, there's one good team in this league right now. One. They don't deserve two. This, Yeah, I thought – it raised my eyebrows when I saw yeah. that there were two automatics for No the chance. Well, I, that's not going to happen. You know what that does, though? That caps it. You're only going to get two. You're never going <laughs> to get more than two. You're never going to get two, yeah. Because your three at-larges ain't going to the ACC. No, they're going to the Big Ten and the SEC. That's correct. Two of the three yes. easily. Right. Uh, no. If you, yeah, you're getting two ACC teams. They're not going to get it. They're not going to get a third. Well, when Clemson and Florida State walk, they're not getting it. 
And by the way, we'll be the ones telling everybody they shouldn't because oh, oh, correct. <laughs> we'll be eating from the money trough. We don't need all this nonsense. No, they'll get, not getting in. No, the ACC get kicked down to one. It'll get kicked down to one when we leave. That's my prediction. The Big 12 needs to be looking at one, too. I mean, come on now. And Jim will go, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Around every turn. Is Keith out in the audience? Keith, are you there from the CW? Dennis. Dennis Miller. He's our partner. In fact, I see him. Oh, that's not him. No. I guess Dennis couldn't make it today. In front of everybody at you know, the start of the ACC meeting. What are you doing, they Jim? They also have some deals with Liv, and that's mm, a very interesting thing that's going that on. That was crazy He's, when he brought that up. I'm like, do you have no – you don't get it. No. The, the, his, his staff are going, you're off the prompter. You're off the prompter, Jim. How? Stop, Jim. How? There's no self-awareness. There's nothing. So – Nobody in that conversation would have ever said to him at any point, hey, by the way, you should bring up Liv. <laughs> what are you, Jim, what are we doing? It establishes credibility of the CW. What? No, it a- doesn't. Along with Young Superman, season four. It establishes a relationship with terrorists. Why are you equating? What are we doing? There is one provision uh, twice a year when we have Wednesday night ACC basketball. Young Superman does run five minutes into the window, but we conceded that. So we will join games in progress when Young Superman has uh, its five-minute extra You want the Leroy Jenkins things to happen right then and there. That's it. Time's up. And everybody just gets up and walks out while he's prattling on looking for Dennis. Okay, so let's get back to this now. We've just started our, our methodology. Well, actually... 12, the next two years, they want to go to 14. Let's go back and recount here. Big 10 SEC get three automatic qualifiers in a 14-team field. The ACC and the Big 12 get two each. Probably won't last. The group of five's best team qualifying as well. So that would feature three at-large spots to the highest-ranked teams outside of the automatic qualifiers. The three Big Ten or SEC teams. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's correct. correct. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Now, the the lone exception, of course, because they always get an exception, is Notre Dame. Notre Dame automatically qualifies if they're in the top 14. If they're in the top 14? Top 14, they're in. So, really, it's just two. And the SEC and the Big Ten will take those. Right. So, they get so the Notre four. Dame's in. Yeah. So, so, so in in essence, you're going to have four SEC teams, four Big Ten teams. You're going to have Notre Dame. You're going to have two ACC, two Big Twelve, and one other. I can't wait for eight and three Notre Dame to be sweating this out every single year, and they're playing. They're going to join a conference. They're going to join the Big Ten. It's eight and three. This is it. This is this is. To be in the top 14. That's like the Mike Tirico setup on NBC Sports. Oh, yeah. The battle to finish in the top 14 well, it's begins big, now. It's a big battle. You better hope that field goal's good. You broke ass. I mean, this is like, you better hope. Okay, so <laughs> those briefed on the format discussed its details with our guy Ross Dellinger. What Ross is an influential guy. I don't know how he got everybody on earth in the sports world to talk about everything with him off the record, but he did somewhere along the way. That I mean, I'm just giving it up to a really good reporter. My man has it always. He's always like, I got it right here, guys. It's all off the record, but they told me. Here's the format. I got it. <laughs> Yahoo. Something to do with Yahoo. 
knocked on the door and said, Yahoo here. They went, oh, give it to them. Yeah, it's because they all had stock in Yahoo in 96. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy. So here's the deal, by the way, that those who did the talking under the conditions of anonymity did so while also saying it's nowhere near finalized. And it's not the only option that they're looking at. That is from the College Football Playoff Management Committee. There was a meeting last week. This is what emerged from said meeting. It's an 11-member group encompassing the 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame's athletic director. That's who is in that meeting, okay? So the the three three two two one format sounds like a soccer formation is what's being talked about amongst athletic administrators. For some reason, by the way, I do want to point this out. If you read the original story, now I for for show prep purposes, I'll read several different takes on this story. Um, I, I try to start with the one who broke the story and then go from there to see what other people have said, and I'll start kind of looking and reading between the lines. Clearly, the this committee, when handing out information to various reporters about what it is that emerged okay, during their discussions last week, somehow decided um, that using the term socialized is necessary in any story written about the potential 14-team field. It is never necessary. Never. It is so strange to me that you would say, instead of discussed, talked about, uh, debated. because everybody gets a seat now. Socialized. <laughs> Time was, there'd just be two teams. They play for it. The format is being socialized among mm. athletic administrators. Participation berths. A format being socialized among major conference administrators. It, it's in every article. And it's not the funny version you're doing with <laughs> making fun of rednecks who think everything's socialism. I get it. What I'm saying is this is, this is like what's being – instead of discussed, it is socialized. It's hilarious. What do you hear about kindergarten? <laughs> You're, but you're correct. That means it's coming from the same person. The, right. Well, the committee. They're talking. They're talking yeah. to the reporters. Oh, but like, might yeah. be the same person the same within the guy committee. Getting, yeah. Why we, does Jimmy always say socialize? Jimmy, we, stop saying that. Just say we talked. We talked. We talked. We met. We discussed. You see that Jimmy's leaking everything? <laughs> Socializes in every article. Damn it. My crutch of using socialize got me again. It's Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hello there podcasters oh don't worry i won't prattle on for two minutes like i do with some of the other reads zaxby's doesn't demand it of me <laughs> Zaxby's like, look, just tell everybody that we have the best chicken sandwich in all the land. That's easy. I can do that. I can attest to that. 
a delicious, thick, juicy, tasty Zaxby's chicken sandwich is where it's at. Of course, the strips are a given. You like the strips. We get the strips on game days. The platters are lifesavers. Mm-hmm. If you're going to a party, a pool party, say, this summer, and what do I bring? Just bring a beer giant thing. No. and Zaxby's. Worry about the beer. You bring the Zaxby's, you're going to be the hero. Just uh-huh. make sure you get all the sauces, too. They've got like 97 sauces, and they're all delicious. I don't know if you guys know this. There are 27 Zaxby's in Tallahassee alone. 27. You can't miss them. I think that's true in general in every city in America. They're like so, peach trees in Atlanta. They're everywhere. Look around. Find you a Zaxby's and get after it. By the way, your Tallahassee Zaxby's a proud Golden Chief booster for 18 years. Go Knowles. Jeff Cameron Show, Redemption Thursday edition, discussing college football playoff expansion already. And uh, the story coming out of the meeting um, and with the CFP, the College Football Playoff Management Committee. And so right when we got done making fun of some of the ways that they describe a conversation, at the end of the last segment, I was noting that uh, the three three two two one format being socialized uh, amongst athletic administrators uh, is just part of a process. It's not the final model. They're, they're they're trying to adapt a model sooner rather than later because the format starts in 2026 as part of the new college football playoff television contract. That television contract is a big one, as in over a billion dollars, and it's not signed. Nobody can finish off the deal with ESPN because they don't they can't agree just yet. Uh, apparently the one that ESPN clouded and, and remember we clamored that they said that they had it agreed They said to. it was agreed to and people pushed back immediately. It was 118 million dollars a game is what it broke down mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. 118 million dollars a game which when you look at the rising price of live television, live sports, uh, Peacock which forced us to all log in in the NFL playoffs to watch I think it was Dolphins and Chiefs I think that was the, the Peacock Pe- game. people did by the way it drew huge numbers they paid 110 for that so it just tells you the popularity of college football now of course the Super Bowl is worth more than conference championships in the NFL but college football now is worth according to the deal that ESPN has if it goes through nearly 120 million dollars per playoff game it's crazy it's nuts Well, and if you think back, like we do a history lesson here, it is fun to think in just my time, well, hell, just my time working with you. But I mean, if I go back to when I started in radio uh, in 98, um, which is weird to say out loud, but Mm. uh, (laughs) it does feel a little bit longer than when I first started with you. 98 feels a little bit farther away. Yeah. Um, Well, it's just like uh, you see draft prospects now in the NFL that were born in, and many of them. We're born in uh, 20, uh, 2002, 2003. Really? <laughs> I mean, that's nuts to have somebody, you know, you're like, oh, dude was born in 2003, 2004. A sophomore year of high school for me. I've been done with college for years and years <laughs> and years, right. sir. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. You file for Social Security. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right, so back to this really quickly. 
the, the format starts in 2026. It's part of that new college football playoff television contract. 2024, 2025 is already set. Remember, that's a 12-team playoff. That's already done. They're not changing that. That can't get changed. Automatic qualifiers for the five highest-ranked conference champions and seven at-large spots. That's what that is, just so you know. Um, the 3-3-2-2-1 format um, is kind of what everybody thinks is going to happen. Commissioners have discussed not socialized, but rather discussed, Tom, a variety of expansion models uh, since that was agreed to, That's most better. of them expanding the 12-team field to a 14-team field and granting multiple automatic berths to the four major conferences. The 3-3-2-2-1 format is seen as a compromise to the Big Ten and the SEC's initial proposal. I already brought that up, but for people just joining us, that's because they wanted four. They wanted four automatic, the four AQs. And there was pushback. They said, no, we're not, we're not doing all that. We're not, you're not getting four. I know you're bigger and better and badder and all that stuff, but we're not doing four. Okay, so well, well, what about three? All right, three it is. A 14-team playoff would just leave one at-large spot if they had done that, by the way, the, the, the old way. That's, there's not they, – they weren't going to do that. So college football playoff spokesmen, leaders, for lack of a better term, are under an urgent timeline. A format for a future playoff is an unresolved issue currently. Commissioners have to have that wrapped up, figured out, ribbon on it, in order to extend the ESPN deal through 2031. A contract worth, and I had it wrong, I said $1.2 billion. I just looked it up. It's $1.3 billion. Um, that is, according to multiple reports from ESPN themselves. The college football playoff revenue sharing model, the voting structure or other unresolved issues are also uh, on the table. Bill Hancock believes, that's the executive director of the college football playoff, that the issues need to be solved within a month, within this next month. It's got to get it. We got to figure it all out. Votes got to be unanimous. All of this got to be done by the end of the next month. All right, let me, let me go back to this for a second again. So you have the Big Ten and the SEC swelling to a combined 34 members, okay? You got, you got two super conferences, which is what we said this was going to be. And I, frankly, would tell you right now that where all this is going, if, if there was a point where you had diminishing returns with the excess money for the SEC and the Big Ten, and you could compete for a lesser amount and stay in the ACC – and be guaranteed that it's going to be a two-bid league no matter what, I'd stay in the ACC. F you. Go, you guys get after each other. We'll go over here and dominate this sorry-ass conference every year, and off we go to the playoffs easily. We'll fall into the second place in worst-case scenario. When we're operating in peak efficiency, Florida State is never going to finish outside the top two of the ACC as currently constructed. When we're operating in peak efficiency, never going to happen. Now, in years that you do, well, you suck. So that's just the end of that. You don't even need to complain about it, all right? So – the point would be, I would take that, but of course that's not the way this it's is because the tele- yeah. no, it's not diminishing at all, Tom. And the, the the television revenue is immense that you'd be missing out on because the SEC wants, and so does the Big Ten, and rightfully so, a much larger share from the college football playoff uh, contract with ESPN. They want they want a lion's share, and so you can't do that because then your coach gets stolen and your facilities fall behind, and you just you got no shot. So it still remains, for those of you wondering, it still remains true that you got to get the hell up out of here and soon. Yeah, the only way you could even begin to have a negotiation is that if we get into the playoff, we get the full price. Like, the team who makes it gets the full price. 
Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so the conference, after you bums get whatever they're you, you get the conference payout that they're throwing you. Yes. You get the television payout right, and equal right. shares yeah. or whatever. Fifteen percent. If, if we make the playoff, we get every dollar mm-hmm. of the of you know one yeah. of the two ACC AQs. So the two teams that make Ooh. it, if it's a hundred million dollars, they both get fifty. You that, know, that's a blood war right there, buddy. Trying to get into that top two, man, yeah. that would get ugly. But we're not going to do that because no. we're going to move to a better conference. We're going to move to one of these two. It's going to happen. And I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later, which brings me to another point, which is, A, one we made already. The ACC will not have two automatic qualifiers once FSU and Clemson ride. And, and God forbid, Carolina and, say, Miami. All, forget it. You, you're not, you don't get any. Go to hell. You get nobody. What, are we going to have rice in the playoff? Get out of here. So we're not All doing All I know is rice. <laughs> so it's fascinating, right? Um, so it is clear now that everything we argued about why Florida State had to fight like hell to get out of here as soon as possible because the day of reckoning was coming and it was moving to a power two and that the Big Ten and the SEC were going to take control, complete control of the college football playoff world and we didn't want to be excluded from the big boy table because we anteed up years and years and years ago. We're not investing millions upon millions of dollars in a new stadium and and a coach contract and everything else so we can be over here sucking off the hind teat. We're not doing that. We're going to be in the big boy club. No teat sucking. No. So that's where you – and then people like Pat Forty and others, oh, the selfish, the selfish – administration at Florida to get the hell out of here that naive bull every everybody who had a ounce of reason to them understood what Florida State was doing they just were disingenuous actors writing articles self-serving at that they had to know we all knew this is where this was going and it's happened sooner admittedly it's happened a little faster than maybe we thought it would but it's already happened it was going to happen the second Texas and Oklahoma got plucked it was on it was ball game it was ball game you could argue even more you could go back further but I, I still say once Texas and Oklahoma once the SEC said we don't care what's good for college football and we certainly don't care about our brothers at the Big 12. We're going to go ahead and take the two most notable, the only franchises that matter in that entire conference and we're going to bring them over here to better ourselves. I'm going to say something to make me sound like Jimbo is once TiVo came around. That was it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Once on-demand television was a thing. Now Jimbo, but what's TiVo? That yes. was it. TiVo. TiVo. Once you had on-demand viewership of everybody's favorite programs during the week, Everything else but sports but sports could be when you want it. Yes. Instead of we've got to set the alarm, babe, yeah. seven o'clock. Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond's coming on. We <laughs> gotta catch that at eight o'clock on a Monday. It's not that way anymore. The only thing left is sports. And once that happened, that sports was the only appointment television, not named, say, Game of Thrones in a ten year span of time, then this is where this was all headed. And at light speed. Was Game of Thrones the last appointment television for a large swath of America? It came after uh, Breaking Bad. It came after Sopranos. It came after The Wire. It came after like all of the great shows that we that we talk about over the years. It, it was the last of those, right? Yeah, during COVID, um, the Last Dance was appointment because everybody had yep. nowhere to go. Yep. And apparently, Shogun on uh, on FX is going to be one of those. 
We'll see. But but uh, I got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure it's awesome, but I don't know that a nation is flocking to Shogun. I will just tell you, they did. You this might be, nation. Well, you, right here. I can tell you're going to want to watch it, but I, that's great. I'm not knocking it. I, I saw the original Shogun, by the way. Uh, this was done before you were born. This has already happened. Mm, 1985? Mm, it was before that. No, I think Shogun good. was before that. Um, but, but anyhow, back to this. Uh, yeah, so all of these disingenuous, intellectually dishonest actors who, who act like Florida State is a problem for looking after themselves for something that they could see happening clear as day and they knew was happening too. It, they all get exposed every time that happens. It drives me nuts. And it doesn't take that long, thankfully. The light shines bright on those today. I mean, back to this. I, I could go on and on. The format, again, growing gap between the tiers of those playing college football. This is, this is what we're seeing now. It's the power to and everybody else. Well, it's an untold pipeline that even when we were doing board of trustees meetings and telling the world through public <laughs> through public streams yes. what we were about, we were talking about the base television contract differential. We weren't talking about an expanded playoff contract differential. So these like you you were doing the math. We were talking the other day about if you had private equity, how long would it take to pay off? And and mm-hmm. that is all based on non playoff revenue. But college football playoff revenue on top of what we were considering would speed up the process of paying back or paying off the ACC for whatever agreement we come to because that is a brand new source of revenue at this level. We're, we were thinking in ter- in terms of four teams, the 12 teams going to pay out more, and if they wrangle more control of the 14-team payout and they say us as power to get more money than they, you do. Well, it's our, that, that is proposed. It, and it's going to happen. Yes, but all I'm saying is, yes, it only makes our decision more correct because you can pay it off all the quicker. We weren't considering those dollars at all. It was always correct, but it's even more so, yes. There would be two first-round buys. Um, and I'll give you the rest of that when we come back because this is it, it's infinitely fascinating. We all care about this. It affects us directly as diehard college football fans and most notably as Knowles. But if you just care about the sport, you care about this because – it's changing so fast, right before our eyes. Everything, there's so much good in this and there's so much bad. It's, it's very polarizing. It's fascinating that way. Like you and I could point out all the good things about this that needed to happen years and years and years ago, and we could also point out, man, you've kind of destroyed a, 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 the uniqueness of college football. We are moving towards the NFL. I mean, this this is really moving well, towards the NFL. It is the NFL's playoff system. It is, legitimately. It is it's legitimately just, the NFL's playoff system. Yeah, you just split the bracket in half, and it's the exact same it's thing. It's the exact same thing, right, which nobody wanted because the NFL does it better already. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, Seminoles, we all know how important it is to score in the red zone, but are you prepared for success in the retirement red zone? Five years leading up to your retirement date and the immediate five years after are a critical time of thoughtful planning for you and your family. And our friend and fellow Noel, Adam Tolliver, and his team at Artisan Financial Strategies are prepared to coach you to victory. Some of us, well, we're at midfield and want to plan ahead. Others are ready to punch it in on the goal line. They're making sure you know how much you can spend without running out of money, protecting yourself and your family against rising health care costs, or carefully planning your legacy, the Artisan team brings a combined 30-plus years of planning experience and world-class resources to help you navigate the way. 
For more information, just head over to noelretirement.com. Now, that's one word, noelretirement.com. They were playing, by the way, like a week after I left Vegas. That would have been cool, right? At, at, at Mandalay Bay. All right, so let's uh, let's get through the rest of this. Uh, I say get through as if it's a chore. It's not. It's interesting. It's fascinating to me, but uh, here we go. The 14-team model, first, we said earlier, like in the NFL, two first-round buys, the additional playoff games in the bracket would be played at the home field of the higher seed based on the current format. Okay. You like that. I know you do. I thought of you when I read that. In the current 12-team format, the four highest-ranked conference champions get a bye. Right. So we're screwed out of a home game when we win this conference this year. Mm -hmm. Seeds 5 through 8 host, seeds 9 through 12. That's how that works. Can't wait to go play in the Fiesta Bowl. Yay. Quarterfinals and semifinals are held at the bowl sites. More According to Dellinger's piece, more automatic qualifying bids could increase the value of the regular season as teams jockey to position themselves in the conference standings. AQs also removed the subjectivity from the college football play, uh, playoff selection committee that screwed Florida State. Just say, he didn't say that, I did. That Yeah, we're removing the subjectivity that bent Florida State over. He, Ross should have wrote that, I could have helped him. However, the high number of automatic qualifiers, whether it's two, three, four, may remove some of the incentive to hold conference championship games. You think, Ross? It completely removes them. There's no reason to play a conference championship game. None. Zero. Nada. Zilch. No reason. You're both getting in anyhow. What's the, what's the point? Yeah. It would be uh, to play your younger kids. That's what, that's what that It'd game be would an be. exhibition game. These were always money grabs and nonsense to begin with. There's a way to pivot, and I'll bet they will, because you're not going to turn down that money. You're not going to say no to new money, or sorry, existing money, even when you welcome in some new money. And I think that would be for the final automatic qualifier spot or for an at-large spot. So the two teams that don't make the AQ in, in the SEC... They play each other They in a play game. each other in a game. Yep. Mm -hmm. For a de facto AQ spot. <laughs> even though it's at-large. And you're the fifth place team in the right. league. Yeah, what are we we're doing? We're playing for fourth in the SEC. We're playing they're for gonna, fourth in the Big Ten. They're going to be years where they just played each other. Yeah. You're like, well, do it again. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, buddy. I think those league title games are about to go the way of the dodo. I, I see where you're going. I mean, listen. Well, we currently have conference tournaments in basketball. It's when the dumbest thing Everybody in the world. knows what teams are making it from those conferences. It's also the dumbest thing in the world. That was always a money grab as well. It's stupid. But – Anyhow, it has persisted despite 68 teams getting it. It drives me nuts that I could be a conference champion and say the ACC win 20 effing something games, and then they're like, oh, nope, got to go win the tournament. No, I don't. I just played a whole season of games in this league, home and away. Tuesday night, back to back. Get the hell out of here with this nonsense. The. I will say there was a good story. Speaking of Yahoo Sports, it was a good story on the league title games in an expanded playoff. And it was talking about this being a huge issue. Several of the college football playoff and college uh, football leaders acknowledged that, quote, and it made me laugh, a deeper examination of the championship games is now necessary. <laughs> that was the quote. How great is that? Yes, yes it is, because they're buffoonish. Yeah, the only way you can make this work, 
and make it palatable and not mediocre football is if you were to say that your regular season champion is an AQ in your standings. And maybe in the SEC in the Big Ten's case, you can say two. So we'll work from the power two. That's where we're going. So your top two finishers are in. Your third and fourth place finishers play in this game that already exists in Atlanta Uh or in Indianapolis for the final AQ spot. The loser of that game, we'll see if they get picked. And that would be the drama that they're trying to create. You're not going to give away that inventory, I don't think. I I don't know what they're going to do here. It's supplanted with even more money with the playoffs. I I don't know. I don't think you need it. It's redundant. You don't need it. Um, They don't need any of this stuff. Well. They had 12, and they're like, well, we don't really need 14, but we could get 14. You can get 16. You should stop doing all this nonsense and go to 16 and be done. I mean, once you went to 12, you should have gone to 16. You should see the way we can do bye weeks at 18. You know, I got to tell you. <laughs> Everybody gets in. The regular season, why watch it? Everybody's going to play in a tournament. And this is why it is socialized uh-huh. in these breakout groups. So it, it's going to be fascinating uh, to see how quickly they can get this done and get the powers that be in these conferences to agree on this because there's a lot. Again, if I'm Jim Phillips, now he doesn't, you know, he acquiesces to everything. That is not in his best interest. Uh, maybe he feels he doesn't have a hand to play, and I think he's right. But he can't say in the for a lot of reasons. I don't think he can concede by saying, "Yeah, we'll just take the two. That we are a lesser conference. We are not on the same plane. We are not as competitive financially or physically on the field of play." He can't say it in the middle of a lawsuit that is accusing them of that as having effed us out of the money. (laughs) I mean, I was about to get more sophisticated than that, but it's the money. And Florida State said, in essence, in their lawsuit, look, your former commissioner dropped the ball. This commissioner was placating to help his son get a job. Chad. And he screwed us, and we got lapped. You're incompetent. This conference is not a power five, and we want out because you're capping our income. You're capping our ability to compete. If Jim says, we'll take the two automatic, he just said, yes, yes, Florida State, you are correct about everything. We all, yeah, all Chad conference. That's who we are. So it'll be interesting. Now, maybe if you're him, you're like, well, I mean, if I don't take the two. Wait a minute. You're assuming <laughs> that he's going to summon a spine. <laughs> I could feel you. Like, he, he's muscling up. There is no muscling up. Well, okay. That's that's him muscling up. Okay. I do think. Well, I do wonder, man. I, I uh, he could say, "Look, we're never going to get, we're never going to get more than two. That's for sure." Okay, and I'm not sure we're going to get two if this thing plays out the way it's looking like it's going to, and we lose our most valuable assets. If I agree to the two, can I have it in writing that in the contract that it stays at two, no matter what happens with the Florida State deal? Right, because the at-larges aren't going to us. Ever. No, so, ever, yeah. ever. So if you're, 
I guess if you're him, you'd say, look, I'll agree to two, all right, but it has to stay two when Clemson and Florida State bolt from this conference and we lose the two most valuable assets we have. You know who's salivating right now and who should be? NC State, Louisville. Oh, yeah. Louisville's the- like, yeah, yes, baby. Yeah, we're in. Every year. We're going every year. Miami should be happy. They might actually make some sort of uh, – well, Miami's like, it's going to be close, but you know what? Miami's like, we could maybe finish in the top two in a league that does not feature Clemson or Florida State. It's going to be tight. We might have a chance to actually win this conference if Florida State and Clemson leave. We never have won it. We've never won it. We only got in the final game once. We've never come close to winning the damn conference. The one time we got there, we got blown the hell out. We have never come close to winning this conference, and now maybe Florida State and Clemson leave, and we've got a shot to be one of the two best in this sorry-ass league. Guys, we could do it this year. We don't see Duke or Georgia Tech (laughs) on the schedule. We could do it. That's right. It's a year in which we don't have to play our arch nemesis, Duke. We do have – hey, double-check the out-of-conference. Do we have Middle Tennessee State at home? I hope not. That turned into a bloodbath last time. Dropped 40 plus bonus. We're going to make it, guys. Ran it up. We're going to make this. It's as simple as a kneel down. <laughs> uh, well, whatever the ACC agrees to, it is certainly going to be fascinating because Florida State is most certainly not going to be here. So I don't, again, if it wasn't such a devastating financial hit. I would. I'd love to stay in this conference if it was an auto, If it was a two bid league, guaranteed, I'd stay here all day. But you can't. I cannot wait for number fifteen Notre Dame at eight and three to be playing on the road at NC State, final game of the year. They lose at the buzzer, and then the committee bumps them up to number fourteen because that's what's going to happen at eight and four. Well, oh, a lot of teams lost around them. Notre Dame's up at number. So how did they climb after all their fourth loss of the season? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I think they're going to end up it's a good strength of schedule. No, I, I'm with you, Toby. Screw Notre Dame. Screw them. I mean, we're we're reaching our wits in here. Time's up. Join the Big Ten and be done with it already. I mean, it always made sense for them to join the Big Ten. I don't know why they haven't. Well, I do know why they haven't, but I think they're going to be forced to now. You're potentially missing out on a lot of effing money on yeah, an annual but, basis. I mean, I mean top 14's a wide berth. That's a long runway to land on every year. Top 14? The way they schedule, too, objectively, they do schedule tough. So they could have three losses, and it's like nine wins we're in every year in the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with Jeff Kemmerich, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV.